Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition for the love of music right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Whoop DC Glenn, and we're going to be whooping it up for you today. I think you've all seen that Geico commercial right now with the wonderful 90s classic real uh, school hip-hop due by the tag team and it's back on top again and it's just what we need at the present moment the whole whoomp it up is is claiming number one on the billboards and it's something that lifts our spirits up it gets everybody to lighten up and this was something they did back in 1993 so it just shows how you know music has a never ends it it always kind of comes back into into tune again so recognized you know um around the world this the song and 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 it's one of those things that it doesn't matter what age you are you're going to whoop it up and just really feel the the groove of it but let's let's really talk to dc about what's really happening and how this wonderful number from 1993 has come back into play and whooping everybody up welcome to the show love hey hey before we get started i gotta get one thing off my chest yeah uh sprinkle <laughs> <laughs> Good. Now we can go. <laughs> little magic dust there, right, for everybody, right? <laughs> Sprinkling. Just a little bit, just a little bit. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, 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 good. What Did you, you ever think? Mm-hmm? Sorry. What, what do you guys want to know about DC? Oh well, I mean. Did you ever think back in 1993 when this was kind of a big hit that it would? you know, be kind of one of those pandemic songs that lifts all everybody's spirits back up again, um, you know, and relive itself all these years later. Of course I did. (laughs) That was the agenda all the time, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, we're still here, you know what I mean? We're still here. I was I was reading how it actually kind of all came about the writing of the verses and then putting in, you know, this the other things to lighten it up and to, to kind of put things into the groove. And it's yeah, I love watching artists or hearing about artists of how things materialize. And, you know, you have a particular tune or a particular few words and then it's trying to find the bars to go with it. And it's a collaboration between the two of you. But how much fun is it to kind of create something like this and let it come alive? It actually it actually was very fun for me back then. It's fun for me now, mm-hmm. uh, but in a different way. But back then, it just everybody thought it was this big science project, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this and the hook's going to be this and it's going to be this. And it was nothing like that. It's just a song about guys having a fun time on Saturday night, going to the club. That's all it is. It's so, it's so simple, right? And everybody thinks that it was just, you know, we, anytime you set out to make a record, your ego is going to make you believe that every record you make is a hit record. Exactly. Number one. Right. So, so it doesn't even matter what you do, how you do it, put it together. You know, 
it, it's just fun to go back in time and people all, always ask how did that song come together and basically Woomp, there it is came together because out of necessity for where we were at geographically mm-hmm. because we're from denver we met in high school and i went to college in sacramento california steve moved to the art institute in atlanta and then i moved to atlanta because i had such a good time when i went down there so now we're both down there we're making music we're having fun we're young men and it was really that simple but you know back then the hubs of hip hop were LA and New York and we were down south and down south there's a form of music called bass music and i knew that we would never be able to get out of the southeast to make a big you know to be rock stars mm-hmm if we didn't make a bass record or something that was up-tempo, right? Yeah. Had to be something up-tempo that people could dance to. So I went to Steve and I said, hey man, we gotta make something up-tempo. We gotta make a bass record. He was like, man, can't make that bass stuff. I love it, but I can't make it. And I was like, well, you know, we've been listening to it pretty much all our lives because (laughs) think about it, Planet Rock, you know, that's a bass record because it's up-tempo, it's hip hop, and it was the start of the b-boy era mm-hmm. so historically you have several references to pull from so i was like think planet rock think egyptian lover because egyptian lover was doing the up-tempo stuff on the <laughs> west coast right and um you know he put the beat together and i had a couple songs that i was working on one of them happened to be Whoop, there it is which was just a party saying like throw your hands in the air wave them like you just don't care and we wrote the lyrics and put it together and that was it. And that day we recorded it in August, 1992. I went to work that night cause I was working at a club called Magic City and I popped the cassette in. And to this day, that is the biggest response on any record as a, you know, me being a DJ that I've ever had. And I've been a DJ for 30 years. So to this day, I still haven't heard, you know, people have not responded to a record that they hear first like that. So. I I feel I've always felt good about Womp There It Is. I've always known that it was going to be a big record. I've always been confident that we would we were going to get a deal. And you know, it wasn't always like that because I did try to get a deal various, you know, numerous times and people just weren't feeling it because everything was in New York and LA. Yeah. But there was a young lady named Lisa McCall who uh, introduced me or gave me Al Bell's number, a guy named Al Bell. He had put out records like that in the previous year that went gold, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, he might be the one to break this record. And I called him, he called me back. And I was like, look, man, we got a hit record. You need to sign us. He was like, okay. I was like, no, 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 no. This, this is another fake. And he was like, no, 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 no. He said, I'm going to sign you because you know, I'm like, you haven't even heard the record. He was like, I don't have to hear the record, brother. I hear it in your spirit. Right. I hear it in your passion. Mm-hmm. I believe you. Let's right. agree to agree. And I was so happy. You know, I gave my two weeks in Magic City Club I was working at, signed a messed up record deal. <laughs> and in a month and a half, we were platinum. Right. Right. And there we are. History is made. Yeah, and to be reviewed. Exactly. But, you know, I love the fact that he didn't need the proof because yeah. he heard the conviction. He yeah. heard your heart, he heard your soul, he heard your mm-hmm. spirit. And he knew with that amount of conviction that it had to be something good. 
And that yeah. leap of faith can only come from somebody else who actually does live from their very core, the heart, the soul, the spirit. You know, yeah. you've got the record producers that are purely mind. Mm -hmm. oh, this is good catch. Yes, we can make a lot of money. This could target this market and that market. Yeah. But, you know, the true musicians and the ones that I love to interview are the ones that it's heart, it's soul, it's spirit. It's yeah. an expression of me or expression of the times. It's mm -hmm. my baby I'm giving to the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. And that has, ring, that has rung true to this very day, right? We have always done shows. We have always... Um, I mean, basically, we have always had a forever hit record. You know, mm -hmm. I realized Whoop There It Is was a forever hit record when I'm sitting in the movie theater and I'm looking at the screen and all of a sudden I see Will Ferrell dancing on the table to my record in the movie Elf. And it's yeah. a Christmas movie. And I knew that this record is going to last. This record is now evergreen because mm -hmm. it will be played every Christmas. But there are so many other factors where it's played in commercials, where it's played in movies, where it's played in so many different entities throughout the history of my life for the last 28 years that I took it upon myself and said it was my responsibility, even being in a bad situation with the record deal we signed, that I got a forever hit record. It's your responsibility to get your money. Right? Yes, yes. And that's, that's what I set out to do. And I spent all those years refining my hustle, uh, learning, figuring out things, becoming a paralegal, becoming a licensed commodities broker uh, to, to understand finance, um, uh, learning SEO, learning marketing. Mm -hmm. And all of it has served me in ways that I could have never imagined today. Yeah. Right. And, you know, people say, DC, you're doing too many things. You're jack of all trades, master none. I was like, yep, I sure am. But you know what? You live long enough, you work hard enough, and you learn how to learn. Mm -hmm. Some of those trades you become masterful in. Yes. And they all serve you in ways that other people just can't understand. Now you're self-sufficient. Yeah. Now you're invaluable to other people, right? So I always have the ability to make money because I know how to do things that most people don't, right? right? Because I, I don't quit. Mm -hmm. I play offense and I'm going to get it. I'm not, I, I, I'm going to get different. it. I'm going to get it. Yep. Yeah, I, I, think, I think so different. I really do. It's, 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 a, it's a testament to my tenacity. So I'm, you know, I love talking to people about this because, you know, the music is the music, but yes. It's what, like you said, it's the spirit, it's the soul, it's what drives you. It's, are you going to look at the glass half empty or look at it half full, right? But even signing a bad deal, you yeah. know, it's frustrating at the time, you know, you can be angry and all of that, but it set you on another path. Exactly. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, anything that kind of quote, quote, bad happens to us or negative happens to us, it generally means there's something to learn from here and put you in a different direction, right? There aren't any mistakes. People don't see that. No. Like, I, you know, I have one of my one of the things I do, you know, and and it really works for me. I don't dwell on problems mm. and excuses, right? Like, you know, now it's taking years to get to this, but now, I, and I try to tell people, don't think about the problem. The problem is a a, a pathway to the solution. 
Yes. Like if somebody gives me, if somebody gives me excuse why they can't do something, I'm like, thank you. Cause you've just given me five, op- you know, you've given me, you've given me the ability to come up with five solutions to that excuse. There are, therefore, that would never be an excuse in my life. Right, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and it's just as simple as just thinking different. Like I had a friend who, you know, she was doing this. She she did an audition. She spent all week, actress, spent all week working on this audition. She wanted this audition so bad, and her camera messed up the last last at the last minute, and she couldn't turn in the audition, and she was distraught for the whole weekend. And she calls me and she was just like, DC, I'm just, I'm just messed up. I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I'm mad. I'm this, I'm that. I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. You told me all the bad part. That's, that's, that's the problem. You look, that's the glass half empty. What yeah. is the glass half full? And she couldn't tell me. Mm-hmm. She guessed and guessed and guessed. And I was like, she was like, tell me. I was like, the glass half full is you did the work. Yeah. You're a better actress than you were yesterday. Yes. That's all yes. that counts. You weren't going to get that audition. You know what I mean? Auditions are auditions. Right. But the work, an audition is a chance for you to do the work and get better. So if I got to go through a thousand auditions to get my big time movie yeah. role, then give me 30 auditions a day because I'm trying to get to that. Right. right. I don't think like, okay, this is the one. I'm going to get this audition. I ain't think like that no more. I'm like, uh, but it's also don't be afraid of rejection. It, it isn't, don't take it personally. Can't take right? it don't take it personally yeah. you're either the wrong fit they're looking for a particular style you know it exactly. but you go in with the best of your best it's out and, of your and, hand and the thing is you've got to you've got to remember this it may not be right for that role but the, that director may go you know there was somebody who auditioned for such and such and i think they might be good for this Perfect. role exactly. you don't know what seeds you're planting and so all you need is one Yes, all you need is one. Water it, nurture it, let it go. But the, the thing about preparing for that role, even though she didn't do it, or even you may get a rejection, is each time you're preparing, you are excelling. You're getting better and better at it, more confident you're at it. Your you're honing in your talent. It's like there's a, a couple of young guys that I've, I've seen on YouTube that are very, very young, you know, that can play a sensational guitar. Uh-huh. You know, and like they're prodigies at that age, you know, just unbelievable. And but not everybody is like that. Most people have to hone their craft. Yes. Even a great voice, a great musician, there's always something to learn. Yes. And any one of those rejections is just another learning curve, right? People don't you see it like right that. First people, out. people people look at it as a quit quit pro quo. Mm-hmm. Right. If I do this, this has to happen. And, and, you know, we all, we think about it. You don't plant a seed in the dirt, sit down and say, okay, grow seed. I need you to grow seed. Please grow. Seed. You have five minutes to get out of there. Please grow. <laughs> you know what? This seed don't work. I quit. No. Now, you and I all know people like that, that do that. Because yes. that's a form of, you know, that's a form of quick, you know, instant gratification, right. which doesn't exist. No. Right. But you, you're just supposed to plant a seed and go. Right. And and all the things I've done in my life. Right. All these seeds that I planted didn't knowingly or unknowingly have led me to this point in my life where I'm standing in a forest opportunity because mm-hmm. the 2020 was the best year of my life. I shot two movies. I did three TV shows, tons of voiceover. And then here comes Geico. Right. Right. So 
I, you know, I am a testament to hard work, perseverance, like people, I have writers, I look at articles of people that have written, you know, on us recently. And it's like, this is a story of, you know, Phoenix rising from the ashes and <laughs> redemption. And this is a story of they're back in the limelight and back on top. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not that story. <laughs> this is the story of this is a story of perseverance, tenacity. Yes. So, you know, steadfastness, grit. Yeah. Yes. Never giving up. Right. Positivity. That's what this is a story about. Never give up. You're never too old. That's what this narrative is. Yes. Right. Not right. another story. I don't care about being a star. I don't care about being a star. I don't care about the limelight. I don't care about nothing. I care about mastery. Yes. Mastery. Because mastery means you put in the work. Mastery means you went through hell to get to where you're at. Yeah. And yeah. it's worth it. Hundred percent. When you've been through such despair, yes. Right. And over the years, I've I've learned the ability to take any negative emotion and just I might act viscerally, but take it, but I don't let it bother me. I put it in my pocket, right. And I use it for later for fuel, right? Yes. Yes. But that's why I don't quit because if I don't quit, there's always something in my past that says you can't quit this because you know if you quit. You just wasted a whole bunch. These little things yes. help you, yes, right? And go along. If it, it really, especially with acting, right? Acting, like I have a, I have a, a couple auditions due tomorrow, right? One of them is about a husband cheating on a wife or just a breakup situation, right? Well, I've got situations like that that <laughs> I can pull out of my pocket, <laughs> and now I don't have to be a character or try to be a caricature. Now the character is me. Yes. And it's real because I've been there and mm. I can go there and I don't have to, I don't have to try to make tears. I don't have to try. Mm. I can just talk regular like this and you'll understand what I've been through. Right. You see what I'm saying? So it's like yes. all these things that you think are negative, you can actually use them as positive to keep you moving. Like, hey, when we, when we got into the legal battle, right? Mm -hmm. You know, one company went back, the original company went bankrupt. Another company bought out of bankruptcy. And the original one sued them because they took stuff they weren't supposed to take and we're in the middle and i said i am not going to cry over spilt milk i'm not going to get old and be bitter like a lot of artists that i see i said what can i do i take full responsibility for me signing that contract so what i i have to i have to work to make this right what can i do and i said you know what you're going to get your day in court but make sure you got all the discovery Right. Make sure you got all of the paperwork. Make sure you're organized. Take notes. Understand what's going on. Basically become a paralegal. Yeah. That was one of the most positive experiences in my life because it taught me so many other, mm -hmm. I call it, okay, so you know when you, they drop a bomb and people get hurt, they're not supposed to get hurt. Mrs. Talker, you call it collateral damage. Mm -hmm. Well, if you set out to do something and it doesn't quite go the way you want it to, I call it collateral sprinkles. These are the good things that happen because you tried something. Yes. Collateral sprinkles of that is that I learned, basically, I could go take a test and be a paralegal today, right? And I learned how to do that on my own. And I, I my life is a series of things like that where I learned how to learn. And that helped me more than anything. I, you know, I, I started voiceover. I actually was working in the clubs and decided, hey, why don't I get in the corridor and while I become the marketing firm that works, that, that markets this club, mm -hmm. 
So now, now, you know, and this is, this is part of my thing too. If you're going to be in a job, you might as well make yourself invaluable. I'm not just a DJ. I'm the DJ. I'm your tech for the lights. I'm your sound guy. I'm your marketing manager. I'm the one that's doing your voiceover for your radio spots. I'm the one that's cutting your TV spots. I'm a fashion photographer. I'm taking your pictures. I'm making your flyers. I'm doing all these things. And I just made myself so invaluable. Yeah. You can never get rid of me. But at the same time, I'm nurturing myself, learning things that I could use for me later. Right. So if you're in a dead end job, you see, but see, here's, here's the thing. You got it requires you to do so much more than you're supposed to. But everybody's always trying to do the bare minimum. And mm-hmm. if you're only doing the bare minimum, you're going to be, when it comes time to chop, you're going to be the one, the ones that got chopped. But if you're invaluable, not yeah. only if you do get chopped, you're prepared for the future. Right. But they're not going to let you go and they're going to give you more money. So right. you keep learning. Yes. So yes. I try to tell people these things because these are the things I wish people had told me when I was young. Right. Exactly. You know, I hate that's, the word. That's, um, that's a responsibility. It right? is. It is. It is. And, and I hate the word failure. Oh, I failed at this. I failed. No, you didn't. You just didn't succeed at that. But it wasn't a failure. If you've learned something, anything, you mm-hmm. have succeeded. And it's now about, OK, I take what I've learned from this, put it in my kit. It's ready for the next time or another time I face mm-hmm. this. The failure is when you give up. You just sit down. Right. And that's it. You know? Oh man, that's what, you know, that, that also works in a full circle sense because we all have things in our life and we all have times in our life where we think we've missed an opportunity mm-hmm. or we think we've made a mistake or we didn't do something that we wish we had, of, but we think we're too old. And I really came to grips with, you know, that that's happened to all of us, but I realized that there are no mistakes. And if there is a mistake, it can be corrected. All that missed, that missed opportunity can be corrected. Yes. Everything can be everything there. If you want to learn, if you didn't do, if you didn't learn how to play piano when you were a kid, you can learn now. You're never too old. You're never too old. You're never too old. It's it's funny because I, I, um, we did a record with Disney called Mickey Unwrapped, and I taught the voices of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse how to rap. <laughs> and that kind of started my voiceover career back in like 95. But I wasn't ready. So I thought I missed that opportunity because I'm like, here I am with the animation star, the biggest animation stars in the world. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't turn that into something else. But sometimes we aren't ready. I was a young man with a hit record a big hit record. I think I'm number one in the world, right? Exactly. Yeah, so there was no way that I was going to even be able to figure that out. But you look back on it, you'd be like, I missed that opportunity because I didn't start doing voice. I didn't start training for voiceover, traditional commercial voiceover for another 15 years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I look back on all of that and now I've just signed with one of the biggest voiceover agencies in the world. There you go. You it's when you're ready. I mean, I the thing quit. is, no, it wasn't it's the question about the timing not being right. You you dabbled yeah. in it and you knew you could do it. It yeah. wasn't the right time. And yeah. that's, I think, what people have to understand. You know, you dipped your toe in the waters and you really liked it, but mm-hmm. you couldn't immerse your whole body because it's the wrong right. time. That dipping that toe in there is to show you not only you're capable, but you liked it. So down the road, when that opportunity comes up again, you're going to seize it. 
or or I jumped in and almost drowned. Yes, because <laughs> you were prepared. Paddling, I dog paddled for a couple of years, and then wait a minute, I got a little stroke going. Then I learned how to do, you know, I learned how to do a freestyle, and I learned how to do a backstroke, <laughs> and I learned how to do a breaststroke. Now, I can say I, I, I'm I'm an Olympic swimmer when it comes to it because I didn't give up. I could have exactly. just drowned, right? Yeah. And you know, with with acting, I was sitting in the office back then of a. Um, president of New Line Cinema and he's like yeah we might want to cast you for um because it was it was my manager's friend from college he was like we might have a slot for you in the uh, movie Blade we're looking at uh, LL Cool J and Wesley Snipes and I'm like yeah 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 whatever you know and <laughs> I, years later I realized what that was yes right? <laughs> and I'm like oh my god I, I could have been acting all these years right but no I couldn't have because right. I wasn't re- my, I wasn't ready mentally. I'd never taken an acting class. I couldn't. Nah, nah. But now I've got two movies coming out, three TV shows, and about to be on set for another TV show this week. Right? Right. And it's, it's never too late. And what the pandemic taught me is that, you know, you, most of the educators that, stopped working half of them went back and the other half were like i'm not going back to school with a nasty ass kid and what happened is they they went to and, and joined all the tutoring sites right so now that same that same class that they were making 60 dollars a day to teach they're now tutoring one student for 60 dollars an hour that paradigm yeah. shifted so now i got five tutors for music theory I've got five tutors, you know, as many as five tutors for learning how to do music production again. I will not leave this earth regretting that I didn't do something that I always wanted to do. And this, in that last year, I did everything. I ran my, I reinvented myself a voiceover. I did all these things. I, I've been working on SEO for 10 years. 10 years ago, you type in tag team, it was all wrestling. Now you type in tag team today, because I have mastery in search engine optimization, all you see is tag team. Mm-hmm. And it brings me to how Geico found us. Mm-hmm. I get a call from my agent and they're like, hey, you got a Geico, com- you, you booked a Geico commercial. I was like, come on now, don't play with my motion. We're in the middle of a pandemic, why are you playing with me? I said, I haven't even auditioned for a Geico commercial. She's like, DC, Geico wants tag team. I'm like, oh, ah, tag team. See, what happened is Geico called the tag team phone because I got the number on the website, right? But then I didn't answer the phone, but they found my IMDB, which is my actor's portal, called my agent. Then my agent called me. I let the agent make the deal because this is what they do. Right. Now they don't have to make, they don't, we don't got to get lawyers. We don't got to do anything. And it has turned out to be the most lucrative deal I've ever made in my life. Yes. But, but it's, it's, like, it's kind of um, bought the whole song, the whole energy of the song, the whole lightheartedness of the song to a time period where we desperately need it. Yeah. You know, it's you cannot watch TV. You can't watch anything without COVID this or conspiracy that or this or that, you know, and it's like, we're tired of it. Give us a little whomp. Give us some lighten up, you know. Beautiful that you say that because... I knew that we weren't going to be able to do shows. So mm-hmm. we basically had a Geico commercial for nothing, but me being me, I'm not going to quit. 
I'm going to take these lemons. I'm going to make me a lemonade company. Yes. I'm going to franchise that lemonade company, and I'm going to sell it for $20 million. That's my mindset. <laughs> so I try. I say, I'm going to go get a publicist. We're going to treat this like I'm in a movie or something. And the publicists during COVID were like, we don't know how to deal with this like this. And I was like, okay, either they didn't want to spend my money. I don't know why. But I don't quit. And anytime I get hit a wall, right, I go and join an organization because organizations are filled with professionals that have been doing this for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Exactly. And two days in, I'm on a Zoom call with the CEO of this big PR firm. We get to answer questions, everybody in the org, you know, the Georgia chapter. And I raised my hand. I said, hey, I got a press release because I do my due diligence, you know, during the whole lead up to the commercial for, you know, because I know some press would do some things, you know, I do SEO. And I said, our press release is still relevant. And they're like, well, what's it for? And I'm like, well, I'm kind of featured in a Geico commercial called Scoop. There it is. <laughs> and I'm looking at the chat and it just blew the chat up. That's my favorite song. That can't be him. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that song. My kids love that song. My dog loves that song. It was, everybody's going crazy. Moderator's like, we'd like to welcome DC to the organization. We're going to talk about the Geico commercial afterward, DC. But back to this question, our press release is relevant. The CEO goes to me, she says, course because of the same thing you just said the whole last year has been COVID everybody's been fighting each other like cats and dogs every time you turn on the news it's this COVID this COVID that everything and then here you guys come Christmas time throwing sprinkles and spinning <laughs> scoops and eating ice cream and smile DC your smile oh my god DC your smile is so and the little girl every every parent can relate to the little girl turn away like oh my god I can't do this anymore and the dad getting happy and the mama getting happy and you guys just brought joy to the world of course that press release is going to do well and you're going to it's going to do well because of this you know you know because of all those reasons and you kind of want to go here for the publicists. You want to go here for the TV talk shows. You want to go here for the journalists. You want to go here for the podcast. Make sure your pitches are like this. And she gave me the entire game in 10 minutes. She gave me the entire breath of her whole existence as a PR agent in 10 minutes. And I have not looked back and it has opened doors to me that I have never, I could have never imagined because I thought different. I didn't give up. I yeah. kept pressing. I played offense. Yeah. And it is the reason you and I are, talking. are sitting here having this beautiful conversation right now. Exactly. You know, the point of never giving up and always being willing to pivot and to learn, you know, um, my virtually all of my shows last year were somewhere about immune system and this, that, how to handle anxiety and depression. Yeah. But it was mostly about pivoting. You know, making the lemonade, you know, add some tequila to it, lighten it up, yes. whatever the case is, yes. right? It's that yes. Yes. do not look at this as the end and, oh, my God, you look at it as opportunity. And so many people have walked away from the, the job they had and found that as a consultant online, they're making more money with on exactly. their own time thing than they were you know, with the big company having to fly all over the world. It's changed the way we are going to do business, it's changed the way we're going to interact. And the thing is, everything is a question is always moving forward. If you're not prepared to move forward with it, you will be left behind. Exactly. I say this, this is one of uh, my little, little sayings, like, if you're thinking, if you're waiting for it to come back like it used to be, you're going to be sitting there waiting for it to come back like it used to be while I'm standing here in a whole new frontier of anything that I want to do can be done. I can make my own lane. Yes. Custom. 
right? I can make my own custom lane. Then I can make another custom lane and another, next thing you know, I got a highway. It's my highway, the DC Glen Highway, because I could go, I could, it could take me anywhere I want to go because I'm not worried about the past. I'm looking toward the future and everything is brand new. Yes. You've seeded the, the, the opportunities, you've seeded the possibilities, and now it's just a step into the harvest. I want to refer to this book, Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've read it. I read, but, a, I read it 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. But, but you know, there's two mice and two men around abundance of cheese. One day the cheese is gone, sniffing and scurry, go and sniff it out and scurry it out. And hem and har are still, you know, in, in flux. Hem um, is just going to sue someone you know, give me back my cheese or else and, and how realizes they're hungry and moves on. You are a sniffy and a scurry. Okay, the cheese is gone. There's no point of sitting here waiting for it to come back. What else can I sniff out yeah. <laughs> that, that is the next block of cheese? And I just found a cheese company. <laughs> <laughs> there is always an opportunity if you're willing to sniff around, right? Always. Oh my God. And see, it's funny because people are people, all the people I train with, right? I train with a lot of people and they deal with things from a traditional perspective. Yeah. And I understand that and I appreciate that. And I let them talk, right? And then I say, okay, I hear you, but just indulge me for a second. This is kind of what I'm trying to do. When I tell them, I see their eyes light up and then they help me even more. Yeah. Because they see I'm not playing. And that's what I try to teach my, that's what I'm trying to teach people that I care about, right? And just everybody in general. You gotta, you know, we have, me and my brother had a situation, you know, it's, it's like, um, you know, my mother has Alzheimer's and she's, you know, she's in a great facility, right? But it's still not good enough, mm-hmm. not for us, right? But. I see what the problems are, but instead of dealing with the problems, what is the solution? Right? Hello. I don't even think what the what, I don't even think about the problems. So my thing is think about the most fantastical, far-fetched pie in the sky solution, mm-hmm. which would be okay, we start a company and we have 10 employees, and all those 10 employees get paid just to take care of our mother and be on deck so we can have 24-hour care for her and always, and nobody, if somebody gets sick or if five people get sick, there's always somebody to fill in and she's never by herself. That's the that's the pie in the sky ultimate, right? Yeah. But that's going to cost a lot of money and that's going to require us to start a business. So let's work our way back to practicality. Maybe we can have three people and they could just go pick up mom and bring her to the house and maybe spend a night every now and then take her back to the facility. She'll say, she'll, if you want to have, you, you don't have to take her to doctor's appointments. You bring everybody to the house, manicure, pedicure, all the things that mm-hmm. make her feel good to give her a better quality of life. She can still get at home, but still be in the facility. So you're doing both. That's practical. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and, and there's not to say that we can't get to the pie in the sky because that is doable, but it's going to require a lot of money. Right. So I try to, t- that's what I do in everything I do. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, what is my, like, I t- yeah, this is, it's, it's crazy because I had a meeting with my agents. They were like, DC, what do you want to do? I'm like, I am happy. I, I appreciate you guys. They're like, DC, what kind of movie roles do you want now? What do you want? I was like, hey man, whatever y'all send me, I'm happy. Cause I'm, I'm just glad to be a working actor. I'm only been yes. acting for years. Yes. I'm, I appreciate you because I never asked my agents, how come I'm not this? How come I'm not that? Cause it's not about that. 
I'll get there when it's when I get there. Right. It isn't up to if my If you're age. meant to get there. Yes. Yeah, it's up to me. So they're like, no, DC, what we're trying to say is what is your bucket list? And I'm like, oh. And this is back in January. And I'm like, you know what? I want to be in the Mandalorian. I want to be in anything oh, Star yes. Wars in the Star Wars universe. Yes. Live oh, action, yeah. <laughs> or voiceover, right? And now that's one of the things that 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 my new age, my new voiceover agent is working on for me is getting me in the Star Wars universe. Wonderful. Just because I was throwing it out there and threw it in the universe, and it still might not. If happen. you don't tell the universe what you want, how does it know what yes, to deliver? Exactly. And that's what I do. I throw things out in the universe, but then I say, "How can I get to it?" Yes. What's the most fantastical thing that can happen? And work your way back to practicality, and you're halfway there. And all you got to do is come up with innovative ways and ideas, not what everybody else is telling you, and you can get there. And it's it's, um, it's rather like an author that they say, know your ending and work backwards. Yep. Right? So you know what you want backwards. to achieve. You know, I would like that. Yep. And now go back onto the chapters, okay? Mm -hmm. so in order to make that happen, what has to happen? What steps can be taken? Uh, so will most people, most people drown in the problems. Oh, they do. They, yep. You know, it's it's the soap operas, the melodrama, the, yep. and, and a lot of people like that victimization. Oh, they love it. <laughs> oh, God, it's soak it all up, you know, and it's like, I'm sorry, I want joy in my life, you know. Yep. Yes, we, there isn't anybody that goes through life without a series of problems, but yep. those problems are that invitation, that challenge to go, okay, here is the problem. What are you going to do to find the solution? It's the very reason I do these shows. We present a problem, exactly. and by the end of the show, we have found out how that person got through that problem, through the process, to find the solution and who and what they are doing today. And they always say they would never change a thing. Yep, I we're willing to go through the process. Exactly. Everybody's like, "Would you change it?" Like, no. Everybody asks, well, "What? How do you feel about being a one-hit wonder?" I said, "Come on, man. If you had to, if you had to, if, if one-hit wonder is a negative connotation, if yes. you had to be a one-hit wonder." What better record to have? Exactly. There it is. Exactly. <laughs> a popular one hit. I don't even. I've. I've never really gotten mad at people calling us a one hit wonder, right? Because they don't know what we've been through, and you know that's fuel for me. You yes. can say anything you want to to me because I'm going to put it in my pocket and I'm going to use it as fuel, and I'm going to show you why you think that you're being funny, but actually, you know, I've done more with one song than most artists have done with 10 albums. Yeah. Right? I mean, the thing is, it's been a huge door opener, but you were willing to walk through it. Exactly. It got, it's gotten me in the board room. Yes. It's, it's, and I, I don't I don't tell anybody that I do it. I only use it when I need it, mm -hmm. right? Because that's what it's for. It's not for, you know, stardom or, mm. you know, limelight. It's for none of that. But when I want to be a star, I know how to I know how to slide it in front of I know how to get in front of people and make myself look nice. Right. Yeah. And that's the key, you know, and that's like when I go on set and I, I book a job for acting, nobody on that set knows who I am mm -hmm. because of how I carry myself. Unless exactly. they know me. But yeah. I carry myself as a as a as a professional actor who come to put the work in and get his money and leave. And mm -hmm. then toward the end <clears throat> or maybe halfway, somebody will say something. Well, what else do you do? And I was like, well, I'm so let me throw it in here. Well, I kind of made a song back in the day called Woomp, There It Is. And now I just, you know, I'm trying to be an actor. And I still do shows. It's the wait, 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 wait. You you, you did what? I said, yeah, Woomp, There It Is. And they're like, DC, come on now. That's not good starting a relationship like that line. 
And I'm like, look, man, you're going to, I already know, you know, it's, it's, this happened on my first commercial, man, for a barbecue commercial. He was like, I was like, I know you're going to go look and you're going to see this face without the white beard and long black pretty hair. Right. And they went in there in the, in the trailer and looked at that video and came back and for the rest of the day, the day they treated me like a princess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the whole set had changed. People are photo bombing me, getting in the back of me, recording <laughs> their friends, talking their friends. I'm like, "What you got? It's not that serious." But you see the difference yes. in perception, right? Mm -hmm. If I had came on set talking about, "Yeah, I'm this, I'm that," you guys owe me this, and I'm a star. So where's my thing, and where's that? I would, I would, I wouldn't, have, I would have got vinegar all day. Yes, you would have. Yeah, but I, I proved myself first, and then some sprinkles on top <laughs> the thing is you know on any set my daughter works on sets as well and mm -hmm. you know it's long tedious hours and there's a, a okay. lot of hurry up and wait right mm -hmm. and and in between that time you want to kind of be personable you want to meet people you want to show your humanity right yes. who you really are one of the things i love what the pandemic has done is that instead of the talk shows where somebody's hair and makeup gone and done two or three minutes fit and off they go we've been zooming in their own home their own hair and makeup more casual clothing more content deeper Real. conversations yes. and it's like yes this is what we want don't just give us the headline all the time give us some content and some substance yes. and i think I, it's gonna be hard to go back just to the headline type interviewing i'm not going back i mean but you know you adapt you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I mean, whatever world we living in, I'm going to adapt. I'm going to make I'm going to make the best of it. And I'm going to think differently and I'm going to get mine seriously. And I do five or six of these a day. Mm -hmm. And I love doing it because not only, you know, that's one thing. I just want to thank you for having me on today. Oh, because, my pleasure. Thank you. Because I learn more from talking to people. Yes. We have a conversation and we think you're probably one of the first people out of probably 500 that I've done interviews in the last year that you and I think alike. We have some of the set, we have, we have some of the same wavelengths. Like mm -hmm. you said things where I have to come back and have a story about it. And it says the same thing because the synergy is unreal. And I appreciate that so much because I get to hear my thoughts and it validates my thoughts yes. in a different way. Right. Right. It's not like, I, I, okay, I you're, you're that. Right. you know, most of the time, it could be somebody who's like, I'm the entrepreneur broadcast and this is this. And I'm once I get to talking, I'm looking at them with their mouth open because <laughs> I'm saying things they've never heard before. But not you. you you're like, I get it. Oh, 100 percent. This is, this is time in my platform. And it's rare. It's so rare. And it's just such a refreshing thing. Well, I, I call you the knowingness place. person because that's uh, all the years of coaching and counseling is mm -hmm. about the knowingness and the knowingness, you know, the gut instinct. I, I know. I don't know why I know. I just know. I call that the divine exactly. soul contact that exactly. resonates with the heart and truth. It mm -hmm. goes the spirit into action and the mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to yeah. know it. And when you learn to channel that and open up those channels, and truly ask the divine guide me show me let my head step out of it let my heart spirit and soul step into it my mind will have the clarity of what it needs to know from this database at the right time in the right moment for the right thing so yes you're a knowingness but you live by the knowingness and so do i Ooh, that's so powerful because it's the truth yes that's so powerful <laughs> Yeah, how much I, I, did you ever did you ever realize 
that there were so many, the pandemic exposed everything. Did you ever oh, yeah. realize that there were so many ignorant people in the world? I'm afraid so yes. Many, so many, <laughs> I mean, but, but I, I can tell you, I can, so do you live in the States or you live over abroad? I'm in Canada. I'm in British in Canada. Canada. Okay, so, okay, so in America. I know, I've been watching. <laughs> you know, but you, you, I've been in the thick of it. And yes, um, it is more than one level. Thing. But see, I use that. I don't judge yeah. people. I try. That's why. I mean, it just it all works out. Like I, I, I think I did a podcast about relation. I didn't even know what it was. I don't care what a podcast is because I could talk about anything. And the lady was like, well, there's this couple. They got a question. They're like, you know, I upset my husband. What can I do to spice up our marriage? Because we've been in this pandemic together and blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And then she was like, what do you think about that, DC? I was like, man, you ain't gonna be able to do nothing for your husband until you do something for yourself. 100%. I said, I said, yep. this, all I can tell you is what I did with it, every day in the pandemic. I would get up four or five in the morning. I would go to a parking lot. I have my weights in my truck. And I would work out for a couple of hours in the parking lot before the grocery store opened. And I'd be the first one in the grocery store. And I had some semblance of normalcy because I was pretty much the only one in the grocery store that I can go and just do what I wanted to do. And then I was done for the day. And I could stay home and just re-educate myself, reinvent myself, and put in work till I got tired. And then I might go out late night just driving around just to get some fresh air. That was simple. If you do that every day, your husband's going, you, you're not going to get in your husband's way. But if you guys are sitting up there watching every movie on Netflix together, there's only so much Netflix you can watch. There's only yes. so much sex you can have. There's only so much things you can do during this because, and you're both working from home. You, mm. it's not, uh-uh. It has to be you taking care of yourself in, in the. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, not like, it's not healthy. It's not healthy 24 seven. Uh, you know, this is, I think one, one of the things I think that people forget, and I think this is the same even for, for actors, musicians, artisans, is they forget to nurture and be themselves. We are always on a journey of our own nurturing, of our own self-discovery. Uh, it doesn't matter what age you are. I'm 66. I, I discover something new every single day about myself, about life, about everything else. And my inquisitiveness and my wonderment on what else is out there, who else is out there, you know, uh, what thing can I learn today? We need to be constantly refilling our own cup so it can run off over. And then it's when the two cups come together. You know, it's one's got the cream, one's got the coffee, and there you go. You, you create a cappuccino, which is wonderful. But don't lose yourself. Don't lose yourself. The same in a relationship and the same with a relationship with, with your stardom. If you go up into stardom and you've hit that, that one hit wonder or that one number, have pride in it. Stand tall in it, but don't let the ego take over because that's okay. a steady that's decline. My father, my father sat me down. If I hide a wound there, he said, I'm proud of you, son. Yeah. And he said, and he told me, he gave me a little fable. He said, when I was young, you know, all my friends, just admire all my friends because they'd have the Cadillacs and they'd have all the girls. But my, your grandmother was like, boy, you better stay in school. Stay in school and you make something of yourself and, and watch what happens. And now I've got all the Cadillacs and they broke. <laughs> I tell you this story, son, to say, this, this is a good thing that you're doing, but it's going to end. And when it does, don't chase it. Don't, it's don't had chase its chapter. It's had yeah, its had run. It. But see, I already knew this, right? Because I've been a DJ in the clubs 
and I knew everybody. Mm. And I knew all the stars, all the athletes, and I would watch people rise and I would watch how they mm. treated people. They would treat people bad and then they oh, would yeah. fall. And then I would watch those same people just revel in glee at their demise and they yes. could never come back because they burnt those bridges, right? Yes. And I vowed to never be like that. And to this day, all those people that, you know, were, were there the first night I played, whoop, there it is, are still some of my greatest friends to this day. Because yeah. I never yeah. changed. I right. knew I, I knew I couldn't. And yeah. that's what kept me, you know, you have to keep your, the one thing that does keep my ego in check, and I've recently learned this about 10 years ago. Actually, I, I'm not even gonna lie, probably the last four or five years is, I love being wrong, right? Because you, you all, you all, we all know people who, I'm sure you know somebody that you get, to, you get in an argument with them, and then they just love being right on arguments, right? Mm -hmm. So they start going down the rabbit hole, making stuff up, and just going down the rabbit hole with different rationalizations and different ways of talking to you. And you know, I let, I just let people like that. I just let them talk, right? And I, I learned not to argue with them because they're in a rabbit hole that of untruth. And I'm if I fall into that rabbit hole of untruth, then I'm lost, mm -hmm. right? And I'm not going to get stuck like that. And if they win the argument, they don't even realize that they're stuck. Oh, they've and lost. what I've done is I have beat down my ego and my pride, and it is painful. It is mm -hmm. painful. But my ego and my pride is not in it anymore. And being wrong is the path to being right. And I'll never be wrong about that again, right? Mm -hmm. I love being wrong. It's not, I don't even see it as being wrong. I see it as, okay, stop, think, think different, right? Different first perspective, thing, turn, turn thing, it around. I don't know what they're talking about, yeah. but what are they saying? What are, what are they saying that they're, what are they trying to say, right? Mm -hmm. And I find it all the time. And sometimes that turns into things that serve me so well that I am that way always and forever. I, you know, I, I do have an ego and I do have pride, but I keep it sequestered because it doesn't serve me, mm -hmm. right? It serves no one. And that's one of those human, you know, those human natures that you can't let get a hold of you. Yeah, you can stand tall on who you are. Oh yes, the ownership yes. is some. Yeah, your yeah, accomplishments, yeah. your confidence. That's that's totally different. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, um, I, I am me, and I accept me in all my flawsomeness. Yes. Right. I, I, th I think it's better. I like it when other people tell me. Yeah. Then I don't have to tell myself. Right. That's, that's that is the beauty right there. That's right. That, that's the thing I'm looking for, to do so well, that the people who doubted you. Now they have to look you in the eye and that's okay, right? It's not about vengeance or getting you back yeah. or I told you so. It's just about, you said I couldn't do it and I'm looking you in your eyes now, You've done it, right? And well, I, I know from personal experience that <laughs> all those people that thought I should do the podcast this way or that way, or mm -hmm. I should be this, or I should be more like that person. And I've said, look, I'm like Popeye, I am what I am. People can take me or leave me. This is Sarah, and this is the way Sarah does these shows. And oh. I want the heart and the soul of a person with yeah. all that they do, but it's from the heart and the soul. And, you know, I've said that I'm not offended if you don't listen because yeah. you're not ready to hear me. And so the people that were busy putting me down or telling me I'm doing it wrong will never listen 
we'll never because we're on different wavelengths we're we're at totally different spectrums in your life and everything and, and so you know I, it, it's fine i'm going to concentrate on the people who want to listen not the people who that, don't and, <laughs> yeah. and some of those people are the people that care about you the most yes they just don't know and you got to understand that they might not be hating on you they just don't know they're not ready yet they're not ready yet and if that's then that's okay yes but everybody has their journey at their own pace it's not my job to get them ready because I'm not because I'm grown. We all grown, right? No, you, <laughs> I'm not a kid. Is, you uh, could become inspiration, which becomes invitation. Yeah, yeah, but a lot right. of people still, a lot of people still stuck in their own stuff, right? Oh, yeah. And when that happens, there's just no growth. There's just no coming out of your ways. Yeah, and and, and you can't help them until they're ready to want to be helped. And the, yeah. when you help them, it's with your skills, with your expertise, with your cheerleading. But they still got to apply. They still, still got to participate in their life. You know, it's like, okay, I'm ready now. Give it to me. No, no, no. You're ready to put one foot in front of the other. And you're going to fall and you're going to have to get up off of your ass and you're going to fall on your knees and you're going to have to get up. What we're going to do is give you the skills and the tools and the knowledge of how to get back up every time. Exactly. But it's your journey. And if you're not willing to go through the process, you're never going to become what you truly are meant to be. Hey, you got any more questions? Because I got an audition that I got to work on. <laughs> I, 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 you, you've inspired me. Like, you've given me a shot in my arm just through this conversation. Oh, and I you. was not expecting it. So now I know how people feel sometimes when I do a podcast with them and they think we're going to talk about tour bus antics. And I hit them with this and they have no clue and they get blindsided. Then they realize, man, I got to They all say the same thing. I've never looked at it like that. Right. Man, I'm, I'm about to change my life. <laughs> this is, I'm just looking like, wow. And, and see, now I use this at voiceover mm -hmm. because the people that I get interviewed by, I see their reactions. So I know how I'm talking. So now I can envision them while I'm doing a voiceover and be so authentic. I can really be the voice of your product or your or what you're trying to do. And it just all these things go into one big ball that served me. You don't lose so anything, hard. right? Everything is in your toolkit, ready yeah, to be pulled yeah. out, right? Yes, yes. You Do have a question. Is, is there any more music coming from you? Okay, so here's the thing, right? I am done being an artist. Mm -hmm. but, You're a different form of artist now. But here's the thing. Everybody says, why don't you guys basically, like, why? I've got a forever hit record. There'll never be another. There'll be. A, I will never ever make another record as big as Wolf There it is again. So for me to come back with another record, it just doesn't mean doesn't make sense. Now, there's people like, man, don't say that. Don't ever say that because just make songs and be happy. I'm like, yeah. I, I didn't say I wasn't gonna make songs. You asked me about was I gonna make some more music. I said I am, but there's here's the thing, right? I'm not gonna come back and say, hey, everybody, I got a new record. Like me. Because right. that's, how, that's what would have to happen. And that would be catastrophic. I don't care if I had a hit record, it would still be catastrophic. But I'm an actor, I'm a voice artist. I deal with, I mean, I deal with marketing agencies, the ad world and movie and entertainment. So if I'm auditioning for a Christmas movie in, you know, in March of this year, and I know what the, the movie is about, I can make a song about it. Right. Then yes. submit it. And then it might go into the movie. If they don't, they don't get get the Christmas song. You keep it neutral. Then somebody else might get it for an advertisement, or theme for a TV show, yes. or theme for a holiday special. And now, I don't have to say I did it 
but people are, if, it, if it's a hit, everybody's going to say, who is that? I love that record. What is, that's DC from Tag Team. Man, he's still making money. You see, <laughs> you see the reaction, the difference yes. in the reaction? Because if I just go out and say, I got a new record, y'all, yeah. you're like, man, DC, you need to sit your old butt down, mm. right? And that's just reality, right? That's just because, you know, rapping is a young, young man's game, right? And the fact that I did it that way just, gets, just, just takes me even to a higher level because it wasn't about me. Mm. It was about the music. And your artistry has changed. The oh, thing yeah. is, you know, now you, you have different artistry for, for, mm-hmm. for different scenes, for different compartments. And, yes. and uh, everything is custom. I want to make Christmas music. I want to do jingles. Yep. I want to do things that are specific and strategic that I can use my talent for making music, but still, you know, a one hit Christmas record is a pension plan. Exactly. Well, you know, the other thing is you, you mentioned about master and master of none. And I can tell you um, the people who are what I call generalists mm-hmm. that understand this department, that department, this department, and they put the heart and soul into it. Mm-hmm. And if they need to learn something, they'll go and learn or they'll ask. Those are the people that will have the longevity and the yeah. people that will want to be hired for the fact that you're not just a master of one thing, that you are actually a master of an umbrella of things. Yes. And that's, yes. Uh, that diversity will always keep you employed and always open the doors for you. And Anybody out there, dabble, yeah. I, dabble, I, I, gather it in your kit. <laughs> I've always been a hustler, so I don't fear work. Right. So if I go back to work, I'll go back to work. I don't care. I love work. Mm-hmm. I, the harder it is, this is, I, the harder it is, the more I want to do it because I know everybody's not trying to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not that me trying. I don't have. I don't have that much competition when the only competition I have is me. That's all the competition we all have. Yep. You know, it's you're busy competing with the Joneses, with the this is the that, no, 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 no. and you get there, have, and then yeah. you realize that oh my yeah. god, this is not for me. I'm utterly yeah. miserable. Yeah. If your core says no, listen to your core. If your mm-hmm. spirit says, yes, go with it. You don't know what you're doing. You'll learn as you go. Exactly. Right? But be yeah. willing to try because you don't know what you can do until you try doing it. Yeah. You know, my life is full of those. So mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm happy we, we, we got to do this. I'm grateful. Thank you. I got to get out of here. Okay. And- so tell people your site, how they can... Go and right, follow so, so because I do SEO, because I do websites and all that, I left good breadcrumbs all over the world. So all you got to do is type in anything DC, tag team, won't there it is, and you will find me. And everything about what we need to know about you is there. Is there. Everything. Okay. And yeah. I'm going to close out with the song because we've got to leave everybody with a little bit of whoop in their life and pick everybody up, right? And uh, yeah, sprinkle some wonderful, positive, uplifting dust on people, right? That's all we need right now. Thank you so much for sharing yeah. here, DC. It's been Thank an you. absolute pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Until next time, folks, remember, never give up, never give in. There's always a better tomorrow if you're willing to work for it. Bye for now. Live class for free about copywriting, and I'm giving this copy of Party People! Get to record, let's begin. Party on, party people, let me hear some noise. DC 
jump rejoices There's a party over here, a party over there Wave your hands in the air, shake the dairy, yeah These three words mean you're getting busy Whoop, there it is, hit me We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here at softdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at softdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.